What's up, family? Yo, it's your girl, Kwanita here, and you're listening to Just Getting Started. Let me tell you, today is the day that I'm releasing a phenomenal podcast with Anastasia, otherwise known as Anna. And this podcast is talking about iron sharpens iron, Proverbs 27 and 17. Phenomenal. If you have nothing else to do, especially on this beautiful Saturday that it will be, check it out. It's going to release at noon. That's uh, Central Texas. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm down in Texas, right? But that's one up there that's Eastern time zone. So 12 slash 1, depending on where you listen. If You know, at this point, y'all, we, we around the world. So whenever you get a chance to listen, please do so. But anywho, today is day 19. Wow, I am so godly proud of you to be able to put yourself through this process. Look, let me, let, let me, let me, let me know, okay, that it's not been easy. How many people can tell me that it's not been easy? Trust me, I know. It is midnight here and I am up recording because I am not going to sleep on my purpose. And, and I'm going to go straight into the topic today because you see... I got fired up when I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to go ahead and make this right now because let me share the topic with you. Today, I'm going to talk about do not trade in your sight for value. Like, don't don't trade in what you see, right, for your value that you actually have the quality and potential to get to. See, the you that you are right now is not the you that you will be when you max out the actual potential you have how do you max out potential well i'm glad you asked we're going to talk about that in a little bit here but right now i want to break this down to you when you think of trade right there's going to be something exchange equal or unequal value parts that are being um, swapped or removed or being held against um something's changing basically and when you think about it that way I want you to envision yourself just you know you think about when you go to the store right you give them cash they give you the product now now this is not what's going to happen when you decide that you cite over value what's going to happen is that you're going to take what you see and you're going to hold it to a value right that has no principle or boundary or even a foundation it's just in your mind kind of and it's what you see right since in your forefront of what you think see and do it's like right there right but there's no you can't touch it you don't have any way of owning it yet you just see okay and i want you to make sure you understand the e on there the ce so with value however value is the potential of something that is within um it has to be worked on the outside of you it has to be pulled up to a place where you have actually manifested proof of the potential or the value you claim to have so there has to be evidence of what you're doing and not speaking but evidence of what you do there has to be fruit that you have bared that shows the value that you can bring to somebody because otherwise how can they know In the Bible, it says to judge a tree by its fruit. And Jesus walked up to a tree expecting something. And then he realized there was nothing there. He rebuked that tree. Excuse me. He rebuked. Basically, he spoke to the tree. And the tree withered up. It died because it had an, an expectation 
to do something, right? And presented itself to be there, but there was nothing there. This is why I'm talking about this today because I see so many of us, and I've been there too, especially when I was a little younger. I definitely chased sight. If something was in my sight, I'm like, oh, if I can see it, I can get it. But the thing is, the truth of the matter, my believers, my borderliners, my I just want to know what you're going to talk about today. Hey, look, if you can see something, you already have it because it's already in you. If you can see it, you don't you don't really necessarily need to put more effort into thinking that you cannot get it, right? Because you can get it. All you got to do is put in the work and then don't quit. Or you put in the time, right? The effort and you will achieve what you see. See, that's the easy part. But there's an underlining the underlining is the value. What's the value of you uh, achieving what you see? Now, I'm not saying that your principles and values are miscued or you have a, a wrong way of seeing things. No, I'm saying this, that the way you see things right now today, in a few more years, is going to change if you allow yourself to grow. If you allow yourself to expand in your understanding and for you to be stretched on principles and challenged in some areas to even get a better perception or a different perception beyond your own. God said to, to do not lean to our own understanding. So therefore, that shows us that there's some things that we have to unlearn to go forward, not to learn, but to unlearn. I want to teach you today about a couple principles that I've learned and bumped into, and, and trading is one of them. Now, here's a fair trade, right? Where you give someone something and they give it back. That's a fair trade. I, I think you can agree with that, and I think that I can um, give you a good visual. If I give a friend $2 and they say, oh, hey, you know what? Remember that $2 you gave me? I'm giving it back. It's a fair, even trade. Something was given and something was received, but it matches identical. Okay? Here's another example of a unfair trade. An unfair trade is where, hey, man, I need $50. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'll give $50 to you. And then in the response of them asking, like, hey, man, you know, I want you to pay me back. Oh, I ain't got it. But I got you, though. See, now this is just promise. This is sight. This is a person in front of you with your eyes, but the only thing they have is words for you. They don't have any substance or material or evidence of them actually doing what they say they're going to do. See, this is where we get sight mixed up again with value because we value those words. But if this person is known for words and no actions, See, there has to be a red flag that's drawn there. But sometimes we overlook that because of love, family, and whatever else that we may be endabbed in, um, where we're blinded to not see that. We may possibly believe that this person is telling the truth. And we give them the benefit of the doubt. That's great. Here's the thing. Sight will get in the way when we need to really make a hard decision to say no to something. And instead, we say yes but we're losing the value of ourselves because we're humbling and being quiet in areas where we really need to be bold and speak up and say no. A long time ago, I learned that the word no is actually a word of love, a love language that says I have discipline enough and I can be um, 
put on pause here and tell myself no and tell others no, even to the point where I can give myself the authority back to say, look, I care, but I don't care here because I have to save and protect my energy to continue to move in my potential. See, now this is something that I'm getting better at and talking to you about because I've learned that even with tonight, like I've told you, it's midnight here. I am moving in my potential. I'm not going to bed without moving in the potential. God has told me some things. He's shown me some things. And my sight wanted to look at the numbers and look how many people are listening. But it's not about that. Do you understand? Sight will see what it wants to see. And you have to check yourself on your sight because sight will get in the way of your value if you let it if your sight is out of control when you can look at something and you can lust for something you can have greed about something you can have ownership and authority in your mind and think that nobody's going to come and do nothing for you and do nothing to you and you just have some kind of some type of thing about you with your sight see sometimes we can see it depending on who you are, especially if you have a discerning of people. But if you cannot and you don't have that, right, and you just doing what you want and you can do that because that's the ability that God has given us, he allows us to choose. And I know I'm talking really fast, so let me slow down because I want you to get it. I don't want you to seem like I don't understand. Maybe she's talking too fast today. Here's what I'm trying to say. I've allowed my sight to get into some places that had me thinking that what I seen was true, but it was fake. Now, I'm not telling you this because um, I want a, I want a, um, a number one episode on my on my um, show or something like that. I'm telling you this because it's living proof. There's this there was purpose in me doing this. I did it so many times that I lost the love language that God had given me to communicate because I stopped communicating. I stopped thinking that. My sight, I started, maybe I didn't stop thinking. Maybe I I started to hush myself because my sight wanted to say something so loud that what my value was saying, I could not hear anymore because I was so distracted by sight. And if you've been listening, you know distractions do not come to distract you. They come to derail you from the purpose that God has given you so that you get completely turned around away from what he's called, get you in a camp or in a building, in a place, in a mindset that you think that you cannot get away from, that you cannot be here. This is how you are. There's no way of you topping this. You can't get out of that. This this is what sight can do to you if it's a poor mentality. And oftentimes we see things and we wonder, oh, Lord, I've been doing the right thing. I've been doing this. I've been, But I see other people winning in areas that, I, that I've worked hard for and I have won. Sight. See, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about that we don't walk by sight. It's very essential for us to know that because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hoped for is something that you cannot see. It's hope. Hope is the essence within you. You hope to do something, right? But when you take that hope, that faith, that mustard seed, that growth that says, I would hope, I would love, I, I would, I would, right? That, that piece of you that says, I believe that something can change. The only thing that's left to do is to do it. 
Instead of you waiting for a change, you become it. The value of you is the value you were looking for in someone else. God will sit us down in a place to put us in the same opportunity to trade up again value for sight or or vice versa, sight for value. We've got to become disturbed when this decision comes because, see, there's no decision that needs to be made. See, my value and my worth my essence, my very being is non-tradable. But sometimes we get into this place where we're, we, we all have been there. I don't know about you, but I fell for a sucker or two and I've traded for sight, for value within myself. I gave into sight and lost value. Then I was afraid to love again. And then what do you do? You fall for the same tactic because you never confronted your sight. You kept moving after the breakup. So you couldn't see better, but you could move better. You could get your hair done better. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about me, right? And same thing with the gentleman. He could have gotten better. He could have gotten a better girlfriend. That's great, but his sight was still adjusted because then it wouldn't. It wasn't you anymore. It was her. If it wasn't her, it was another another girl. And then the cycle kept continuing. And then at the end of the day, there was some type of exhaustion of this off and on connection with someone that you think that is authentic and they really love you and they want to be with you. And the whole time they're fronting because they ain't even being with themselves. So I'm not telling you something that I don't know. I'm telling you from experience, I've traded my value. I mean, I've traded it to the point that I didn't even have an essence, an an inch to think about it. I was so far gone that what I seen, I mean, the the answer was right there in my face. I still couldn't see. I was in denial. Sometimes when things happen to us, especially very traumatic or, you know, when we're hurt and we don't really know how to deal with things, we run to a safe place. And sometimes that safe place is denial. Sometimes that safe place is blame or anger or pity. But it's never correction and saying, let me look back. Let me sit back, be humble. I want that to be your place where you run now. When you're running and into something and you're like, oh, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something that's crazy. Don't, don't even speak it. Just sit back and say, you know what? Let me observe myself first. Because if I give the same action out. This is insanity. I'm going to get the same thing again. And better yet, it's going to come back to me. Is this my greatest time? Is this my greatness? Am I operating out of greatness? Am I hurting myself? Don't worry about what's happening with the other person. Because, see, you are the person in control of the trade. You have authorized someone or something to come in and push you back. To say, hey, look at this. Wow, I could offer you this. You could have this. You could. But the entire time, you're dissatisfied. The value of who you are and who you're supposed to be in the world is getting smaller. And life is getting harder. And your voice is getting quieter. And your prayer life is disappearing. And habits that you didn't want to come back are back. And things that you didn't do, you're doing again. And it just begins to get out of control. And so what you see now <laughs> has an opportunity to, uh, I'm not sure if you want to hear this, but it has an opportunity to confuse you. 
And once you're confused enough, once you've done so much, there's a tiny chance that that you could just, I don't know if you've been there. I don't know if you've been there, but you could just, just the, I mean, you've been to the tip of that iceberg and you're like, I'm about to lose it. But there's always something. Can somebody say something? There's always something. And as we take a minute to just breathe, and just sit here and be quiet and be still. If you can do that in the middle of your trade, in the middle of an idea, in the middle of a relationship, in the middle of a marriage, in the middle of class, a decision, um, a debate, whatever you're doing, if you could just take a second to sit back and observe and be quiet, be humble. What I'm going to share with you after this is going to shock you because the opportunity is still there. Somebody told you that you could make it. On the other end of this sound, if you were that person, you've made it. If you know that you weren't supposed to be here, I got in an accident in 2010. Me, my mother, my cousin, my sister, everybody, we all should not be here. I mean, it was horrible. The young gentleman that hit us, he should not even be here. He only had a few scratches. His whole car looked like a crushed can. What I'm saying is this. As we be still and be quiet, there's some things that we've faced in our life. And we've got to understand that there's power in pain. And I'm not going to tell you all about that piece yet. But don't trade in your, your value for sight. Don't do it. going somewhere and in in April there's gonna be some things that you're gonna see there's some things that I'm already seeing I'm like wow I want that wow I want to do that wow wow but then if I see too much and I want too much I'm gonna get distracted I'm gonna forget what I got I'm gonna be chasing the bag when God has already given me a briefcase full of whatever somebody else is chasing I tell y'all, I try to be quiet. I really do. I really do. So I'm going to be quiet for real this time and just hush. I'm in my chair, so if you hear that squeaking noise, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to be getting me some upgrades real soon. Don't worry about it, y'all. Y'all continue to <laughs> pray for me, okay? I'm, I'm trying to get out the closet. Um, I love the closet. I got me a little pillow in there now and everything, but long story short, Let's just take some time to be quiet and be still and hear from the Lord. No matter what space you're in, no matter what time zone, no matter what part of the country you are in, the Lord does know who you are. He knows your name. He knows every hair follicle that you have and the way that it's designed. He knows your genetic DNA. You don't need that blood test. God already knows who you are. If you're his son and his daughter, he knows. If you're not, if you're faking, if you're fronting, if you've got things that you need to repent and get right, he knows. It's for us. It's for us to feel the hot seat. It's for us to come clean. It's for us to, to say, I can't do this without him. It's for us to do that part. It's not his. It's not our job to judge others. 
yet we do it. I've done it. Trust me, I've done it. I've done it, and I've traded what I've seen for value. God have mercy on us. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we're ignorant. But I don't want to be ignorant. I don't want to be ignorant anymore. I don't want to know my value and still trade it in for something less than you've told me. I want to be able to stand strong and wait. And if I got to wait, then I'll wait. And if I don't got to wait, if I got to remove myself from a familiar place to get what you have, to understand that the sight picture, it can be locked in, but it is not the God picture. God doesn't have our sight. He has his sight. He sees our beginning and end. And so therefore, the value that he that he's established within us, I have to look at me. I don't know about you. And like I said, I'm going to be quiet. But I just got one more thing to tell you real quick before we be quiet um, and be still and be humble is that you know we win by the words of our testimony. And so if something in your sight can get you to, to shut your mouth and in, in, in with the words that you speak, they show your value. You understand how how blocked you can be, or how how frustrated and, and 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 bitter and angry you can become because you're not releasing. We're supposed to reproduce. We're supposed to give. We're supposed to provide something to someone else through our life and struggle and story, and we don't do that because we settle for a sight. I'm, I'm fine with what I've got. I see myself here. That's good. That's yourself, right? What is what did, what did God see for you? These are questions not just for you. They're questions for me too. Even with your business. Oh, I'm settling for sight. I see how to do this. Okay, that's great. But did you pray about it first? Did you look at the value of the business being established in God and then opening it, not doing it afterwards? Do it first. Do God first and then establish your business. Then you won't last. You, then you, then you, when you don't do that in that order, right? When you don't have him and you don't um, find out what the principles is and learn how to do the marketing strategies and, and get your business really adequate to be out there and to last 10 plus 50 years, you're only going to be in a business three years, maybe five tops. Something's going to come up that you were unprepared for. Something's going to come up that you didn't know. Some kind of fees that you can't you can't afford because there's no savings or something. There's going to be something that you didn't do. And it's not because you didn't see it. It's because you didn't know the value. You only saw the picture. Mm. Woo! I might be getting a little too deep on these. I'm telling y'all. If y'all have not checked out the coaching program, I know I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda um my own advertisement right now, but I don't advertise much because I've learned a couple days ago that you don't give out something free, right? Because what I'm doing is I want to help somebody get to freedom. Freedom is an investment. It's a sacrifice. It's a deliberate decision to do it no matter what comes up your way. No matter what situation, no matter what you even think, freedom is freedom. Why do we keep thinking that freedom is going to come free? 
Ooh, it's just the first couple letters. It's not the whole thing. We've got to be able to invest. We've got to be able to establish and work and grow. And it's going to hurt. But in that hurting, it's growth. So I'm I'm going way too deep. I'm, I'm over here like, whoa, I need to slow down. But we live in this life still. And I see young black men, young black women, young white woman young every any any type of ethnic i see you and you may be trading some things that are valuable for something that you just see it's not worth it somebody gotta say it i'll say it lord it's not worth it even if it's a small conversation it's not worth it not worth it Temptation is going to be there. Familiar storms are going to be there. It is not worth you seeing that storm and responding the same way you always do, falling back into a cycle, a memory, a product of your environment, instead of you looking at the value of you overcoming in your mind and say, I don't even have to speak here. I'll move instead. Yee! I don't have to speak here anymore. I'll move. I'll show you what I'm going to say. Oh, what's going on here? You just did that? Wow, I didn't know you could do that. There's a lot of things people would think that you cannot do until you do it. And it's not about the people. It's about the you. You want to be a better you every day. I get up every day and I'm like, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. There's not a day in my life. Until the day I die, I'm going to need help from God. That's 100%. That's, That's real. I'm going to need him. I cannot do it by myself. So I literally have talked this entire time again, but I hope you hear me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed because I'm showing that I don't have discipline to be quiet. But yeah, I just want you to understand, look, God is good. He's so good. He's so good. And if you just take the time to just be still, I told y'all, we moving up, we graduating, we about to hit day 20 in, in, in less than 24 hours, so 20 minutes is not going to cut it. That's not just for you, that's for me too. I've got to find another way and other avenues to exercise my relationship and show my love to our Father, our Savior, our Lord, because if I'm going to be a better me, I've got to be sharpened, and i got to be sharpened by what I'm made of, and I'm made of him. Mm. So yes, let's take the time. We're going to take today, we're going to go ahead and start. I remember telling you guys that we're going to work our way up to being still. Today will be our day zero. So for the next four minutes, we are going to be still. You'll hear me say a few things, but for the most part, we're just going to sit here and breathe and be still.
Today is day 19. Wow. My mind is clear. And I am focused. Continue to be still. You've got to start somewhere. Being still. Just sitting. Being quiet. It's very peaceful once you begin to practice over and over again. And I, I do hope that you get the time, no matter what schedule you own or have. Very important for you to release your energy back to God. Because... He's the one that gave you the energy to give in the first place. So, I want you to have a blessed day. I want you to be prosperous. I want you to share what you've learned. I want you to share the episode. Most importantly, I want you to learn that you can see your your ability of trade. And I want you to know that you're in control. We talked about the three controls earlier this week. So therefore, when you have a choice to trade in sight for value, you also know that you can be out of control if you choose the wrong value over sight or you choose a false value for sight and vice versa. The biggest thing here is to do not trade in what you see for the value God has already given you.